This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's up, family? Welcome to Speak. I'm Emmanuel Acho. Y'all know the vibes. Volumes up. Remotes down. Stay for a while. Here with NFL insider Dave Hellman, the one and only Joy Taylor, and my dog 252 Live, Shady McCoy. We got to talk about the game last night. I know y'all have heard it, but I was inside the stadium, so let me tell you what I saw. The Bills are even better than I thought. No, I'm being honest. I expected them to win, but I was surprised by the sheer domination. Y'all, Josh Allen, 84% completion percentage. Okay, okay, I'm rounding up. 83.9. His highest completion percentage of the regular season. Better than I thought. Bills, defense, led by Von Miller, 117 and a half career sacks for himself, first ballot Hall of Famer. But think about Von Miller. He went out there and helped the Bills defense have seven sacks and three takeaways. It hasn't happened since 2020. No defense, seven sacks, three takeaways. Better than I thought. Watching the Bills was very reminiscent of watching a Mike Tyson fight because you knew he was going to knock somebody out in the first round, but you were still surprised when he did it. Josh Allen, he didn't hit him with a right hook yesterday, but boy, he hit him with a straight right jab. We all saw it. We all saw it. Go ahead and palm Nick Scott's head like a basketball and dribble it on the football field. Incredible. Like Mina Kimes said, I knew Josh Allen played for the Buffalo Bills. I did not realize he was actually a Buffalo Bill himself. So as I watched the game, the Bills, definitely better than I thought. And I picked them to win. But I got to go to the desk to find out, Dave Hellman, as much as you cover football, and you were at last year's opener when the Cowboys played the Bucks, so you've seen some openers and you've seen some rust. But are the Bills even better than you thought? Yeah, Buffalo Bills, I think I owe you an apology. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and Honest look, like, it, sounds, it sounds crazy to say. I, I think the Bills are a good team. I thought that before the game. I picked them to win the AFC East. I picked them to be a major contender in this league, but you go to the defending champs' house and whoop their ass. Like, that was a <laughs> boat racing. And, like, we talked about it in the pre-show meeting. We're going to get to it. Like, even when the score was close, you knew it didn't feel that close. Yeah. You know, I, like, and I'm a big believer in history, man. Like, I, I said it yesterday. You just mentioned it. I was in Tampa last year for the opener. Like, Banner Night's special. Mm-hmm. Like, it's tough to beat a defending champion in their place with that much momentum. Everybody's feeling good about the title. Dropping the banner at halftime or before the game, whatever. The Bills did not care. They, they came in and took over from day one. It was, it was very impressive. I thought they were good. They're definitely better than I thought they were. Joy, are the Bills somehow better than you thought? 
Well, no, because I picked the Bills to win the Super Bowl and picked Josh Allen to win the MVP. So what would be better than that? I don't think they're going to go undefeated. Yeah. I could not disgrace the name of the 72 Dolphins in such a <laughs> manner. Uh, so, no, I can't say that they were better than I thought. I, I predicted they were going to be great. This is their year. But what I learned about the Bills last night is what makes me feel good about my prediction. Because while we're going to talk about how that first half went, the ability for them to overcome that first half is what was impressive with me. And that's, to me, what you see when you see a team take that next step, a good team that's just right there. They're always competitive. They're in the AFC Championship game. Everyone predicts that they're going to be great this year, and they just can't get over the hump. The teams that can overcome things, that can come back, that can not allow the first half that they had overwhelm them in the Rams' house on banner night, mm -hmm. seeing everyone get their rings, that type of thing, that's, to me, what makes me feel better about the Bills than I did yesterday. Shady, we were at the game together. You know, you were too big time. I was like, La LaShawn, wait, wait for me. LaShawn, LaShawn. Uh -huh. um, but Big Dog, you was watching the game up close and personal. You really were sitting there like, yo, even when the Bills were not ahead by the scoreboard, you still thought they was whooping them. The Bills better than you thought? I would say this. The Bills is, uh, I knew they were a great team, mm -hmm. right? So... I think the biggest thing for me was how much they dominated. They're more dominant than I thought. Yeah. If you watched the first half, yeah, it was 10-10, right? But if you didn't know the score, you just watched the game, right? You thought they were blowing the team out. When I watched that game, they were more physical. They competed way more. We, we watched when it was like third downs, right? It was like third down, third and five, third and fours. And the, the Rams were playing off, playing soft, playing shell. Well, no, no, no. The Bills are going after. And they face. And they face. Third downs, blitzing, showing coverage. You seen Von Miller get to the quarterback. So, I don't know, man. I just think that they were very more dominant than I, and I thought they would be. Um, Super Bowl team, for sure, like I picked. They got a bright air, man. If they I do. Oh, my gosh. Now, we have to be real, though. We have to be real. I understand. We didn't – I didn't say I don't think the Bills are going to go undefeated, but I will be honest, I didn't. Right. But – That's hard picked, to do. Hard to do. You picked the Rams to win yesterday, correct? I thought they would win just because of ceremony. I don't care about the excuses. You picked them to win. Okay. You picked okay. the Rams to win. I did. You picked the Rams I to win. The Rams so to then, win. Joy, what happened in your mind last night that at least led to the Bills not just winning, but winning dominantly? Like, how do you feel after watching that game? Like, yo, what happened? Well, to me, it was a tale of two halves because we have a disagreement on how dominant the Bills were in the first half. I don't know that you can say you dominated when you go into the locker room and it's 10-10. Mm -hmm. uh, you have the ball longer, you've had better drives. Okay, but it's an even game going right. into, the, into the locker room at halftime. But what I saw with the Bills that really impressed me, because I expected the Bills' offense to be great. We know Josh Allen is, is great. We know he's a star. We know the weapons that they have. The defense to me of the Bills is what impressed me. And that's what scares me about the Rams. Because Von Miller, boy, we got to take some time. We got to take a moment for Von Miller. Shady predicted it yesterday that he was going to have two sacks. One two. I mean, we know Von Miller is great. But that performance last night was crazy. Two sacks, three tackles for loss. He was everywhere. Look at that man. Oof. Von Miller is, right is going to be huge for them this year. And I didn't know that he was going to be such a loss. I don't want to react, overreact too much to one game. But that was a big something, night for Von Miller. It's something shady. We were talking about it. You said the Bills dominated the entirety of the game, though the score was tied 10 to 10 at halftime. Talk to me about that. Take me inside the mind of an NFL player. The Rams had to feel okay at halftime. It was 10-10. Or did they not? Did the Bills just dominate the whole game? For a second, like the Steelers, right back in the day with A.B., uh, and uh, he was going to the locker room showing the video. I'm going to do that right now, okay? So <laughs> if you're the Rams, right, you're in the locker room at halftime, 
You're saying, no, no, I'm going to the Bills first. Go to Bills. It's better. Go to the Bills first. <laughs> if you're the Bills, you're going to have some. It's 10-10. Coach McDermott saying this. Look, guys, hey, you're doing great. Do everything you're doing. But look, protect the football. Stop the turnovers. We go to the Rams locker room, right? Sean McVay. Guys. I mean, look, look like this. Guys. We're getting our A kicked right now, right? We're not moving the ball. We're, we're not hitting any pressure on the quarterback. No, nobody's getting to the quarterback. Nobody's stopping the running back. Josh Allen's doing everything he wants to do. Yeah. It's a difference. So, even though the score was close 10-10 at halftime, it was a tie game. But if you look at it, they were dominating them. I was sitting there with you in the suite, and we looked up surprise. So it's harder to watch the games, the score of the games inside the stadium, because right. it's hard to see the score. Yeah. At home, they're constantly showing you the score. Dave, you know yeah. you spent it's... every Sunday in a stadium in the fall for the last 10 years? Yeah. Every Sunday. So it's very hard. Shady and I look up and see 10-10, and we like, wait, what? Right. I thought it was like 21 and 3. What, a 60, what, 60 yard field goal or something? 57 like yard field goal by the Rams yeah. to end the half. So we were surprised by that. But what might be even more surprising was that the Bills blew him out. Like, being honest, I thought the Bills would win. I didn't think they would blow him out. Dave, what surprised you most in the blowout from the Rams' perspective or the Bills' perspective? I, I mean, I'll play off of both of those thoughts. For starters, that's the crazy thing is the Bills did not play that great of a game. Like, that's what makes this so amazing to me is that they turned the ball over four times. Like, typically, yeah. you, you have those type of problems. <laughs> you play close games in the NFL. Yep. Like, the margin of victory is razor thin. They had all those problems. They had a hard time holding on to the ball in the first half, like Shady said. They won by 21 points. On mm. the road? Mm. On the road. That's crazy. And then on top of that, Andrew Whitworth, are you sure? You sure you don't want to go back? <laughs> that Rams offensive line. When is Matthew insane. Stafford had guys on top of him seven times in a night, he looked like the guy we talked about in Detroit. I mean, let's just be honest. It's very interesting and telling. Inside NFL locker rooms, and Shady can attest to this, uh, the most important thing, let me just try to ask you real quick without prepping, what's the most important thing for a ball carrier? Protect the ball. Bingo. I'm glad. I'm glad you said that. We ain't even <laughs> rehearsed it. Most important thing for a ball carrier, protect the ball. All a coach will say, if we lose the turnover battle, we lose the game. Yep, yep, that's, that's all the coach is going to tell yep, you. Yep. If we lose the turnover battle, we lose the game. The Bills lost the turnover battle yesterday. Four turnovers to three turnovers. But not only did they win the game, they dismantled the Rams. I think that's what was most surprising to me is like, yo, not only did the Bills lose a turnover battle and win, they lost a turnover battle and beat the brakes off of them. And that's what surprised me most because that says, yo, how good are we that I lost a turnover battle and I still beat you? That's college football stuff, man. Like, if you Correct. lose the – like, I mean, like, sure, if, if Bama or, uh, or Georgia loses the turnover battle to a team – full of three stars instead of five stars, they can overcome that. You're not supposed to be able to do that in the NFL. Joy, what was most surprising about the Rams' performance? Well, just that. Also, I didn't – their offense never really got any kind of momentum. Like, now we're having conversations about how much are they missing Andrew Whitworth? How much are they going to miss Odell Beckham? But they have Allen Robinson. They have Cam Akers. I thought they like, did. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, on, on a personal level, I'm upset about Cam Akers, along with a couple other people that took him in their fantasy drafts. But I'm going to need an explanation from Sean McVay on that one. But Allen Robinson is really what stuck out to me because we expect him to have a big year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's had huge numbers with far less talent around him. So I don't doubt that 
McVeigh is in the lab trying to figure out what happened last night. I don't, I'm not going to base my my opinion of the Rams for the entirety of the season on last night, but it is there are some concerning things. One, Von Miller no longer being on your sideline no is scary. Rush. Scary. Their offensive line was shaky last night. How long is that going to continue? And as we know, those are things that are very difficult to fix in the middle of the season. And how are they going to get their offense going? they got to get Allen Robinson involved and spread the ball around some more. Two five. No, and real quick to that, because if you're not going to say any pressure, they didn't blitz at all last night. I don't know if you watched that. You can't have, let yep. Josh Allen sit in the pocket, right? If, no, if there's nobody open, I'm going to run. All they did is double-team Aaron Donald. They probably double-teamed and had a running back chipping. That's three guys on one guy. Right? You said no pressure. And then Von Miller left. He's gone. You have no pass rushers. You have to – I blame that on the coach. You have to have some type of pressure on a quarterback like Josh Allen. Assignment, alignment, and eyes. Those are three of the biggest things on defense. Assignment. What do you have to do on a certain play? Alignment. Where do you have to be on a certain play? And eyes. What are you seeing on a certain play? The Rams may have got the first two, but that pivotal third one, their eyes, that's where they messed up most. And before we let you all go for the next segment, I got to break this down for you because the rest of the world may not tell you. The Rams' biggest struggle, it was with their eyes. Their yeah. alignment was right. Their assignment. Jalen Ramsey knows he has Gabriel Davis, but their eyes. Scott, Ramsey, both watching Josh Allen. Meanwhile, Gabriel Davis is watching the end zone where he's about to be next. It's a party of six. Not really. It's just a scoreboard. Put six on it. Assignment, alignment, eyes. Then the bomb to Stephon Diggs for 53 yards. Alignment is right. We already know these two are to a degree on those two. But eyes, Nick Scott, he's looking at Dawson Knox. But Ramsey, where you looking at? Diggs is going to the house. It's the house call. Then he going to be in the end zone doing this, trying to sun you. I am not worried about the Rams at all because talent is hard to fix. But your eyes, not so hard to fix. The Rams offense, it was fairly anemic. The Rams defense, y'all got to find a way to stop that man if you do plan on seeing him again. Coming up, the face of the... Oh, 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 oh. I'm ready for this block. I'm ready for this block. The Ravens did not get a deal done with Lamar Jackson. I don't have much else to say right now because I got a whole lot to say when we return. It's speak. How do you not get a deal done yeah, with Lamar? We need, we need, How do you not get a deal done with right now. How do you not get it done? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Y'all get it. We all live two lives. So it's time to check in on our social life. <laughs> Me and Shady, we was out there so far yesterday. We was in the suite, you know what I mean? Doing our little thing, doing our little thing, enjoying the game. The game was great, but the spectacle that occurred after was chaotic. The real, Rams, the real game. Bills fighting. The Rams won again. And I'm sitting there acting Shady. Hey, Shady, what's going on? Shady, can you kind of paint the picture for the squad? Well, first of all, we're trying to get to our driver, right, after the game, and then a fight breaks out. So people, they see me like, that Shady? They say, hey, Shady. So I'm looking at the fight. I'm looking at Archer. I'm looking at the fans. It was a lot going on. But I will say this. Not only did the Bills win on the field, they won in the streets. <laughs> two, <laughs> two and on one night. Oh well, speaking God. of people that are not winning, and I'm glad you stayed safe, Shady. Speaking of people that aren't winning, 
the Baltimore Ravens fans because there is not a new contract signed between the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. In case y'all are wondering, Lamar Jackson's the second unanimous MVP in the history of the NFL. This is gigantic news. No small news, gigantic news. What does this mean? He has to play his fifth season making about $19 million when he deserves roughly $200 plus million. Shady, do you like how the Baltimore Ravens, not signing Lamar Jackson, have handled this contract dispute? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. You made me nervous there. I, <laughs> no, because it's the thing, man. Like, you have your superstar quarterback. You have your franchise quarterback. I can't name any other franchise that hasn't signed their quarterback that's eligible to get a, a contract. Like, this is your guy. People are coming to the fa- The fans are coming to the games to see Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Not the Ravens and um, Lamar Jackson. Let's get that straight. That's real. So, it's like, why wouldn't you pay this guy? The teammates love him. The coaches love him. The, 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 the community loves him. The fans love him. What are we talking about? Listen, he doesn't... I don't, I don't care. I don't know what he can... I don't care what <laughs> the Sean Jackson or the Sean Watson got yep. with the Browns. I don't care about that because that's the market. So now, if he got that, I'm a better player than he is. I'm younger than he is. I'm an MVP. I take, I'm a winner. I take my team to the playoffs. Pay me my money. Ten toes down, please. Ooh, I, I, Come on. We are going to go places you have not seen people go on this topic for the next 12 minutes. Shady. Jackson lo- Jackson. I love you like a brother, and I disagree with you like an enemy. Why? You were a football player. You are now a businessman. I need you to take off your jersey and put on your business suit. Okay. It looks like you have. I love the way the Ravens have handled this. Not you, for you Lamar. Lo- you, you love I it. love it. As a, as a businessman and as a business <clears throat> mind, I love it. I'll break it down like this. The Ravens are going to get the most out of Lamar Jackson based upon history probably in the first five, six, or seven years. I think you are going to see Lamar Jackson's peak with that franchise in the first five, six, or seven years. I say that for several reasons, reasons I'll dive into later. So if you are going to see the peak of Lamar Jackson in the first five, six, or seven years, then I would make him play under his fifth-year deal from a business perspective. Then I would franchise tag him, and I would franchise tag him. That's crazy, Acho. You're going to tag him? Think about it. You franchise tag Lamar Jackson for the next two years. If it comes to that, you would have Lamar Jackson for seven years and a roughly $130 million for those seven years. <clears throat> or you could pay him five years, $250 million guaranteed. But the fact of the matter is, history shows If you're going to win a Super Bowl with a quarterback, you're going to know in the first five years. Unless you're Peyton Manning. America, since the turn of the century, only Peyton Manning has won a Super Bowl with the team that drafted him after five years if he hadn't won in the first five years. So if you are a Ravens ownership, Steve Bashotti, DaCosta is a general manager. Joy, I'm looking at it like this. I I won with Trent Dilfer. Y'all may not have NFL teams, but we did. Steve Bashotti. We won with Joe Flacco. Y'all may not have. Oh, my God. But we did. We've won off defense. And furthermore, the Bucs won off defense against Patrick Mahomes two years ago. The, uh, the, the Rams won off defense last year with Aaron Donald and Von Miller. So defense can still win. That's how I am doing it as a prudent businessman if I am Ravens management. Y'all are both looking at me eh, crazy. Good. Good. Look, they want to say, good. Eh. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you realize that we're both unhappy <laughs> we're about We're side-eyeing you. Yeah. 
I mean, it's a little bit of an exaggeration stretch. to say that the Buc stretch exaggeration to say that the Bucks won off of defense. To have a good to great defense is one thing. The Ravens won with Ray Lewis off of defense. Right. You still need a good defense, you, or maybe even a great defense. Mm -hmm. That was an all-time defense. The first one. So right. the, gap, yeah. the, the gap between, yes, also, yes. The, yes. Now, from a, <laughs> from a business perspective, from an ownership perspective, from a, a pride perspective, all the things you're saying are true. I've also said these things. If I'm the Baltimore Ravens, I have one. I have rings. And organizations that have success at that level move different than desperate organizations yes. like the Cleveland That's Browns. That's that is at. just facts. I agree with you there. What I don't like about how the Ravens is hand have handled this is I don't have any sympathy whatsoever for organizations who don't plan to sign their franchise quarterback. This is the NFL. Oh. The whole thing, all we're doing here, you wake up, you drive to work, you get your coffee, your job is to find the guy, and you have the guy. So mm -hmm. now you know very early that Lamar Jackson is the future of your organization. Mm -hmm. Everything that you're doing from that point forward, from an ownership and GM perspective, should be figuring out how can we sign him early and for long so that we can put everything around him yep. to help him win and support him. So when you run into a situation like this, like Dallas did, or like Kyler Murray did. I don't care what the organization's talking about. You got to sign your guy and you need to sign him for a long-term deal. We'll get into what happens with the franchise tags in a second, but I don't have any sympathy for how the Ravens are Here's what I would contest, though, Dave. If I'm uh, uh, Steve Bashotti, I don't need your sympathy. Why? Because I've got two rings since the turn of the century. When I won the Super Bowl most recently, my defense wasn't that elite. Ray Lewis was 37-plus years of age. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. From Delaware, Joe Flacco went 11-0, touchdown interceptions in the playoffs. So I love Lamar Jackson. I love you. That's what I would be saying to Steve Bashotti. But, Dave, I'd be looking like, bro, I've won with lesser quarterbacks. Okay, it's cool that you want to dog on Joe Flacco now. Well, I mean, it's funny. It's a bit now. He was a big-time draft pick. Like, they had to stink to get him. Like, the Ravens drafted that guy in the first he round. He wasn't the top five guy, though. That's what I'm saying. He wasn't the top was five, still, top ten I mean, guy. He was, first he was round pick, of course. Drafted of course. higher than Lamar Jackson. Ooh. I'm just saying. Ooh. I'm just like, Same it's something. hard to find those guys. You need a defense to get over the hump. You do. You don't, you don't win a championship without some sort of quality on the defensive side of the ball. Very rarely, and don't – stop bringing up Trent Dilfer. Stop talking about it. It's the year 2000. It's 20 yeah. years yeah. ago. The league is completely different. <laughs> 22. Different. Yeah. Completely different sport. Everything is skewed toward the quarterback. Yep. You need one to get there. Okay. You, you got no. You, you, you got to have it. There's, sure. a, there's really not but a but. The, there is a but because you saw, and I was there in the Super Bowl 50. I watched the halftime performance. Cole play Beyonce, so y'all know I watched the game. <laughs> the Denver Broncos won the Super Bowl that year. Peyton Manning got nine touchdowns, 17 interceptions. Oh Brock Osweiler was the leader. Von Miller was the Super Bowl MVP. Y'all can, oh my God, all you want. He's comparing the last game of Peyton Manning's career. No, I mean, it's still compare Peyton the, Manning. Still compare, Manning right. compare the last 16. It's nine touchdowns, 17 interceptions. I'm not even looking at my stats, America. This is just off the top of the dome. I think about it like this, Shady. There are three quarter, there are three buckets. And Joy <clears throat> really kind of alluded to it. I was thinking about it this morning. You can have no quarterback, you can have a quarterback, or you can have an overpaid quarterback. No quarterback, a quarterback, an overpaid quarterback. The teams that win Super Bowls are the teams that have a quarterback. Teams with no quarterbacks, like Joy's saying, you ain't winning nothing. 
Teams with overpaid quarterbacks, like Jordan said yesterday, and I agree with, you ain't winning nothing. So you really can only win a Super Bowl if you have a quarterback that's not overpaid. Why would the Ravens want to go from the from the from a have a quarterback bucket to an overpaid quarterback bucket? You can't win with an overpaid okay, guy. So let's say this. Let's say they don't sign Lamar Jackson. Yes, right? sir. Then what? what you tag him. You tag him? Yes, sir. And then you tag him again. And, yes, ma'am. And then what happens? Uh, by then, I know if I'm going to have won with him or not. Why? No, then he's so, a what? Free agent. Why, if I'm Lamar Jackson, would I stay in Baltimore after you have and, just and, not and, given and, me a long-term deal and franchise tagged me for two I years? Got a, I got a better question, though. So I want to answer both. Lamar did the, the, the good guy role, right? Sure. He's the only player I know with, with that level of talent that, that came to training camp, right. that came to minicamp, yep. did everything they asked. Yep. I still didn't get a contract. So yep. now, so the good guy didn't work. Yep. So now I got to be a bad guy. Yep. So now if I'm a bad guy and I don't, I don't come to camp, yep. I don't come to OTAs and uh, minicamp, yep. now you don't see me, right? Yep. I come to the training room, I'm hurt, coach. Mm -hmm. I go out there and practice, I'm throwing the dirt. Mm -hmm. Y'all know where I'm at. Mm -hmm. What you going to do? You going to franchise tag me and I'm not going to play? Okay, we're going to get there. We're going to okay, get there. Okay, let, okay. Let, let's start with... Because now you're wasting money. Mm, let's, start with, okay. let's start with what Joy said, which I think is a brilliant question. If Lamar Jackson has to play under the fifth year this year, fifth year, uh, fifth year option, then gets franchise tag and franchise tag, why would I stay? Raven's ownership is probably like, bruh, we don't care if you stay at that point. They would never, ever, 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 ever verbalize that. But I will say once again, if you don't go to the Super Bowl in the first seven years, you're not winning one. So if I'm Ravens ownership, I'm looking like, bruh, Lamar, if you didn't win us a Super Bowl at 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, or 28, I doubt you're going to win us one at 29. So I don't care if you stay here. So your plan is to, to start this cycle again? You're going to find a yeah. new Lamar Jackson? Right. To some degree. But, but why is he playing? But here's, here's what I would contest to that, which is why I love this Man, conversation. Yesterday, right, I won't say names, but we were, we were in the box with um, Jalen Ramsey's agent, right? And we were talking about the quarterback situation. And he's like, well, look, if I had Lamar, he wouldn't go out there at all. Bingo. So my thing is this. So now I did the good guy role this year, and it didn't work. I don't go. I, next year, I do the bad guy role, and I don't play. You're going to franchise tackle players not going to play? That's what you see what I'm getting to? But I'm a bad guy now. So now you got to either trade me or give me a deal. I can't speak for Lamar Jackson, especially since he doesn't have an agent. But, like, Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, his mom, he has Asian. Yeah, hold sorry. on. A traditional. Action Jackson, Miss Action Jackson. Hold on now. If sorry, Miss Jackson. Yeah, that's right. He's sorry, Miss Jackson. He real. is. <laughs> if he gets tagged, I, I have a hard time believing he's going to. He ain't going to play. Like, he, he ain't, ain't playing. Then what happens? He ain't going to sign that here's, thing. But here's yeah, what I okay. love. He's trying, yeah, all right. No, I'm not even going to dodge it. Because let's be real. If Lamar Jackson played for $19 million, why y'all think he's not going to play for okay, 45? Hold on, hold on, though, hold on. We're, we are acting like, or discussing this, as if there's nothing at stake for the Baltimore Ravens here. Right. There absolutely is. It's an equal playing field for the leverage right now. Lamar is going to play this year after not sitting out in training camp, which was his choice to right. do. I liked that he did that, but to your point, Shady, I was the nice guy. It didn't work out. I very rarely am the nice guy, so I don't know that I would have done that, but I liked that he did. So he's going to play this year mm -hmm. under the, the I think it's he's getting $23 million or something. Yep, like he's, yeah. he's making good money this year, not franchise money, but good money, and he's going to play this year. Baltimore has decided not to give him a long-term contract. What happens if Lamar goes out and wins a Super Bowl this year? Mm -hmm. So he's mm -hmm. not right. the only That's one who's risking something. Sure. Correct. 
So he's not right. the only I'm one who's risking that. something here. Yes. Because right now, you're looking at the money, you're looking at the market, right? Kyler Murray got $189.5 mm -hmm. guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the next one is Deshaun Watson at $230 sure. million guaranteed. We have the numbers up here behind us. And Russell Wilson is after that at $161 million yes. guaranteed. Yes. So yes. if I'm Lamar Jackson, realistically, obviously, it's kind of starting to appear that he wants more than Deshaun Watson guaranteed. Right. Realistically, I want to be somewhere in between that one night and 230. Now that's a $40 million gap. That's mm -hmm. a lot of money. But are you splitting hairs over 20 million if you're the Baltimore Ravens? Because if he goes and wins a Super Bowl, it doesn't matter what right. you're talking about. Correct. You're going to have to bust Correct. that and give them that unprecedented Correct. contract. Correct. But winning a Super Bowl is priceless. If he wins a Super Bowl, I'm sure the Ravens will be like, hey, here is $300 million guaranteed because we've already made so much more off your Super Bowl. Y'all know how much money the Eagles made no, and no, we no, know no. around no, there. No, it isn't priceless because what happened to the Baltimore Ravens after they gave uh, Joe Flacco that contract? Yeah. They were atrocious for a, a while. Correct. A while. So it isn't priceless. Correct. But here's what I'm saying. The Ravens, after they played Joe Flacco, were not very good for a long time. The Ravens, after they pay Lamar Jackson, I do not know what they will or will not be. But what we know is when you pay a quarterback a lot of money, you tend to struggle because, as Dave, you have seen with the Cowboys firsthand, to some degrees, and obviously the Cowboys issues aren't all about money. No, that's a universal truth. A universal yeah. truth. You pay a quarterback a lot of money, you're going to struggle. You have less money to pay everybody else. Exactly. So what I'm saying is why not win and then struggle as opposed to not win and then struggle? That's where I'm getting at. If the Ravens are going to struggle after they pay Lamar Jackson, because a universal truth is after you pay your quarterback, you have less money to pay everybody else, thus you're going to struggle, then simply put, let me delay paying Lamar Jackson as long as possible. Yeah, but there is a big difference between having Lamar Jackson and, and I don't believe that Lamar is going to walk off of a cliff either after he were to right. win a Super Bowl right. this year, right? He's still going to be good he, for a few yeah, more for years. Sure. There's a big difference between paying Lamar Jackson $200 million guaranteed and paying him $260 or $270 Agreed. million. Agreed, but there's guaranteed. a big difference between not having a Super Bowl and having one. And that is where I'm at if I'm the Ravens. Bro, if I have a Super Bowl, what's the $60 million? Like, that's what I'm getting at. If I got to pay it anyway, I just don't care. Yeah, it's easy for us to say that because we're not the ones writing that check. Correct, but it's also easy for us to say, hey, write Lamar Jackson a $200 million check because we're not writing that check. I don't mind I, writing it I after don't think he's going to. I don't think he'll play under that. Under the tag. Yeah, we talked about insanity yesterday, right? You walked that over. Yep. yep. Why would I be the good guy again? I agree. You know what? You know what? You, you, I charge your way, coach. Right? Owner, charge your way. <laughs> I'm trying my way. I'm not playing. Right? Get the money together, or I won't play. Yeah, I and agree. This is a quarterback. I, I don't think after it's this. It's not no running back. It's not no yeah, Le'Veon yeah. Bell, Booker. This is a quarterback. It's a different level. I agree with all of you all. We will talk more about that later. What's up, family? Welcome back to Speak. I got my guys next to me. Two five, don't leave me hanging. I swear, the rule number one is do not leave me hanging. But I don't do the, um, I don't do the left hand, though. <laughs> uh, rule of thumb. The rule of thumb on this show, just don't leave your boy hanging. I got my guys here. We got to talk about the huge matchup of the weekend, the Dallas Cowboys, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's really a rematch of last year's Thursday night game. But to get things going, we got to break down some of the categories for y'all so you can know what to talk about on Sunday. Which matchups, who's going to win, what matchup. Let's start with the quarterback. Most important position on the field. Dak Prescott, Tom Brady, who has the edge in that matchup? Too I, I don't want to waste your time or, or the fans' times. 
I got, he knows. This is great. Cowboy guy said. You're setting me up to be a homer, and I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm not going against Tom Brady. Right, right. Tom Brady. Good guy. Tom Brady. Easy money. Tom Brady. I won't waste their time. You already said. I won't even waste the world's time. So that one's easy. Tom Brady's going to win that matchup. That's easy money. Moving on to the coaches who has the edge when it comes down to the coach. But before we get to that, remember Todd Bowles, first time coaching. Todd Bowles. He's the head coach for the New York Jerks, first time head coaching. Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Who has the edge? All right. You, you're setting me up again. Look. Set up. It's not so much an endorsement of McCarthy. He's got the better resume, and his staff is more intact. Todd Bowles just took over for Bruce Arians. All of McCarthy's coordinators are back. I'll take the Cowboys coach. Mm. Wow. Cowboys coaching staff. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce Arians is still involved, believe me. And first of all, with McCarthy. Give me Dan Quinn, and I'm good. That's really <laughs> that's really about McCarthy, though, right, is if you can't um, um, manage the clock management, you can't do that. As a head coach, to roll the thumb. You came in. You came in be a good coach. So. I feel you, big dog. Come on, man. I feel you, big There's dog. There's no one to call a timeout, brother. I mean, Please. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. you don't know when to call a timeout. I, you're not. Stop playing. <laughs> Top moles. Top moles. Top moles. <laughs> throw him up there. Throw him up there. Throw him up there. Okay. Now we have to move on to the running back room. Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, Jerry Jones says they're both number ones. Who got the edge? I mean, I love my guy Lenny, LSU, obviously, but it's it's the Cowboys. It's it's, it's one of the best tandems in the league. Zeke and Pollard. Yeah. Yeah. All day. I'll give him this. First of all, playoff Leonard is better than both of them, too. Let's get that straight. <laughs> oh. only, only difference is, it's two of them. So I'll give this one to, yeah. to the Cowboys. Yeah. But playoff Leonard can hold his own, though. Playoff Leonard is a right. Interesting. Okay, we got to get to the right receiving court. I have to discuss it. I hope it's obvious to y'all, America. Mike Evans. Tampa, C.D. Lamb, Dallas, who's winning the wide receiver? Easy position? one. It should be Dallas if Amari Cooper was still there. <laughs> Shouts if out, Cowboys. That's, that's, y'all's, that's y'all's call. It's, it's Tampa. It's Tampa. They got, they got Mike. Easy. Godwin might be back. Money. Yeah. Easy. Money. Listen, brother. Tampa, where you I don't do no ifs. If I had my abs still, I could have had 100 yards <laughs> last night for the Rams. So, listen, anyway. You look like you still don't. I, you I mean, I'm mean, no. getting a little in the money. I'm going to be back. Shady McCoy style. Anyway, real quick. <laughs> Wide receivers. I talked to um, Lenny Fournette yep. today, right before the show. He told me Julio nice. Jones Humble is Greg. back. There we go. So, Godwin, Mike Evans, and Julio, that's an easy one to the yeah. Bucks. Mmm, easy one. This one is not so easy. Defensively, Micah Parsons, Ooh. Beast, Levante David, Devin White, Beast. Who got the edge on defense? Be honest. I I'm going to be very honest. It's the Dallas Cowboys. That's the identity. Oh. That is the identity of this team. What? Reigning defensive rookie of the year, NFL interceptions leader. People forget that Demarcus Lawrence is an all-pro himself. This is a stacked defense. Yeah, years ago. Shout out my guy, J. Ron Hurst. Should have been a pro bowler last year. Wasn't. Should be. Maybe this year. I got to hear what you got to say. Should have been. You're right. You're right. You're right. Dave, you done gave us a should have. You gave us a if. I mean, this guy. Okay. Give me a reality. Give me Parsons, Diggs, and Lawrence, and I'll figure out the rest. I will say this now. Parsons Harrisburg, gone from Harrisburg. He's a beast. You have to claim the Cowboys if you claim Mike. But not about Parsons. If you look at the ball. Bucks defense, not the backers, it's the defense, right? They got solid corners. Mm -hmm. They got two outstanding linebackers. Yep. And then our front are beasts with Shaq Barrett. And then you got Vita in the middle. Yeah. It gets scary. Mm. So I'm going with scary. the Bucks again. Scary hours on defense. Okay, Lash, you know it's all about the vibes, baby. Dallas Cowboys, America's team. But they do get down in Tampa Bay. Dave, where you at? I mean, the vibes in Dallas are off right now. I don't know if y'all have been paying attention, man. Like, I mean, look, Tampa's still got the Super Bowl shine from a couple years ago. Yeah. I, I'll give it to Tampa. I'm not even mad about that. Okay. I think the only one for, for the Cowboys is this one. I mean, come on. Now, the games in Dallas, 
the big star, playing a big star, every player loves to go to the big star. So I'll give it to Dallas. You know, they got a cool, they got a cooler, nice, cool nice owner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jer in Jerry's world. So I'll give it to the Cowboys. The vibe only one. Vibe check. Vibe check. Okay, y'all. We had enough talk breaking down the conversation about the matchups. But now we got to get to the nitty gritty. Bring Joy Taylor into this one. Because the real question at hand is who needs the win more? Is it the Bucks or is it the Cowboys? Joy, what you thinking? What you thinking? Emmanuel, I think that the Cowboys need this win more than the Bucks. Now that's mostly because I'm going to just enjoy watching Tom Brady's final year in the NFL. Uh, Dave just walked through my shots. All good. We're just figuring it out around here. This <laughs> final, final year in the NFL. I think we all can agree that this is probably going to be his last year and Tom Brady's going to retire. The Dallas Cowboys have a lot at stake. We've talked extensively about their offseason, about who they've lost. Mike McCarthy's already in the hot seat. This is way bigger season for the Dallas Cowboys than I think we really are giving it credit for. D Dak has to step up tremendously this year. They have a new, uh, a very depleted wide receiver room, I should say. So I think the Cowboys need this win more than the Bucks do. And what I really want to see from the Cowboys, what I really want to see from the Cowboys early in the season is clean football. Mm. They were a disaster with penalties last year. The yep. most penalized team last year. They tied a playoff record for the most penalties in a postseason game last year. That's a lot on coaching as well. It can't all be on players. So, to me, what I want to see from the Cowboys is not only a win to start the season, but I want them to be clean early in the season. <laughs> if Dak Prescott can have as much poise. He said, he said coaching, right? If, if he <laughs> talked about a million flags. Wow. <laughs> sorry, Joey. Thank you, Joey. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Look, if Dak can Great have as coaching, much poise huh? as Joey did as Dave walked through Ooh. her camera <laughs> shot. I made it back. I made it back. I'm sorry, I'm sorry Joey. I think they're going to be in good hands. Um, Dave, once again, you cover the Cowboys. It's the last 10 years, you spent literally every day inside that locker room, inside that training facility. How desperately do they need this win? Who needs it more, Cowboys, Bucks? I think the Bucks need it more. To be what? Yeah, yeah, you heard what I said. I, I say it with more base. Say it with your chest. I think the Bucks need it more. <laughs> Why? Honestly, again, like I, I'm, I, I break it down. Like I'm looking at the schedule, man. That's really for me. It like we're trying not to overreact to Bills Rams, right? Like we're not going to overreact too much to week one, but what happens after that? Cowboys go, Bucks, Bengals, but then it softens up a little bit. You got some division games. Yeah. This first month of the season for Tampa? It's ugly. Brutal. Ugly. They go Cowboys, then they go at Saints, who they have struggled with the whole That's time true. that Tom has been there. They, they do not have an answer for the Saints unless it's the playoffs, fair. Uh, then they got Packers and Chiefs. That, I mean, that's, that, that is a Rough. murderer's row. Rough. Like, they need to win week one, or else you're talking about being in some serious trouble when you come out of September. But if you start the season, Dallas, with two losses, they're already asking Mike McCarthy about his job. You if are you go very fair. That's very fair. It's going to be mayhem in Dallas. If the, if, the, if the Bucks start 0-2, there are going to be some questions, but the sky isn't going to be falling. I'm counting on, again, like they, they get a game against the Giants. They get a game against the Commanders. They get a game against the Eagles, who they do very well against, in case you, you weren't familiar. Uh, <laughs> they get to play <laughs> NFC's teams. Like, they got a chance to build back. That's all I'm saying. Shady, who needs this win more, man? Cowboys or Bucks? It has to be Dallas. It has to be Dallas. First of all, the game's in Dallas. Who wants, to, who wants to play there? Everybody wants to play in Dallas. And then if they go 2-0, oh, like, like, or 0-2, oh, like you said, Joy, Sean Payton will come to the interviews, right? He'll just come to the interviews. Hey, how's everybody <laughs> doing there? You already know the, the writing's on the wall. So they got to get this win. Tom Brady, if he loses this game, it's like, ah, oh, he'll be okay. It's Tom Brady and the Bucks, where, where the owner for, for Jerry Jones is calling his quarterback out every other week.
So what's the issue? I don't know that Sean Payton can go to the interviews. I think he works at Fox now, so that might be problematic. Um, I think that the Cowboys need it more for this reason. Dave, oftentimes, you know people that you're just pessimistic. Y'all got those pessimistic friends, just pessimistic people. Yeah, yeah. One bad thing happens, and they're like, it's going to be a terrible day. Yep. You overslept your alarm. Calm down. <laughs> it's going to be all right. If the Cowboys lose the opener, I think that's what's going to happen in Dallas. I only covered the Cowboys for two years. We worked together for two years inside the star, so I don't have nearly the depth of knowledge that you do. But in my two years, I noticed, like, one loss in Dallas feels like 10. At home, One too. loss in Dallas doesn't feel like a normal loss. One loss feels like 10. And if you're the Cowboys and you already know, have an inclination, it's going to be a bad season, and you lose in the opener against the Bucks, and Tom Brady missed 50% of training camp? Mm. If you can't beat Tom Brady missing 50% of practice, you never will. I think it's real dire in Dallas, Dave. I mean, to be fair... Or, yeah, of course it is. Like, I mean, like, I think Mike McCarthy is coaching for his job this year. Like, I've gone on – I absolutely do. I completely believe that. It is dire times in Dallas. I think just, again, we get wrapped up in week one. You know, you're trying to crown a Super Bowl champion after a Thursday night game. It's fun. I get it. The season's 20 weeks long at the end of the day. I think Dallas has plenty of time to rebound. And honestly – like I said at the board, the vibes are bad in Dallas. I don't think a lot of people outside of the locker room expect them to win this game anyway. Okay, if we don't expect them to win, Joy, what, you've talked a little bit about what you need to see from the Cowboys. Can you narrow it in on Dak Prescott for me for a second? What do you need to see from Dak? We've recently heard limited in practice with an ankle injury, the same ankle slash foot that he fractured a year and a half ago. What do you need to see from Dak Prescott this game to give you hope? I want to see a lot of poise from Dak Prescott, which is what I expect to get. Dak is a guy that is he never gets too high, he never gets too low, and that's what I really love about him. It's an intangible, I think, that you really have to have if you're a franchise quarterback. I can't, I can't do hysterical men. It's not for me. I like when the emotions, are just, you got to calm down. You got to take a deep breath. I don't like when people get out of themselves, and Dak is never that. Whether it's a chaos or whether it's great, he's always the same and just brings the energy where he needs to. So this is a big year, as I said, and a lot is going to be put on his shoulders, as it should be. He's being paid. He's the franchise quarterback. He's going to have to elevate them. I don't think he should have to carry them, mm. but I do think he should elevate them. So, Shady, I know you disagree with Joy because I've heard you say it before, and I will start for you. I need to see Dak elevate the Cowboys, mm -hmm. not even just like help. I need to see him carry them, elevate them, lift them, any word you say. I need to see Dak make Noah Brown better. I need to see Dak make Jalen Tolbert. Mm. I need to see Dak make yep. Jalen Tolbert from South Alabama, if mm. not North Alabama. I need to see him make him better. I need to see Dak make Tony Pollard, who's going to play much more of the receiver position. That's word on the street in Dallas. I need to see him make him better. I need to see Dak Prescott do what Russell Wilson did for so many years. Who was Doug Baldwin, America? Who was uh, Jermaine Curse, Curse, America? Who was Tyler Lockett, America? Exactly. You didn't know coming out of college. But all of a sudden, there's $60 million receivers, Tyler Lockett. There are multiple-time pro bowlers, Doug Baldwin. They're big-time catch makers, Jermaine Curse. I need to see Dak Prescott make some Cowboys no-names into big names immediately. Shady, what do you need to see? I, I agree with you. Wow. That was well said, brother. Yeah, like you <laughs> talked about, just... I mean, Dak, hey, he's the, he's the big-time quarterback in Dallas. We got to see. He got all the money, right? It's time for you to put your team on your shoulders. A lot of times, other quarterbacks, you know, they get paid. We expect great results. It's time to see some results. So, 
I second behind what you said. You said it a lot better than I just did, but <laughs> I, I do need to see some results from that. Dave, last question, final thought. If the Cowboys win, but the offense plays terribly, say Micah Parsons, strip sack, score. Trayvon Diggs, pick six. Demarcus Lawrence, strip sack, Cowboys recover it, get into the end zone. If the Cowboys win, but the offense plays terribly, what will the emotional state inside the locker room be? A win, a, a win against Tom Brady is a win against Tom Brady. The, the, the Dallas Cowboys have never beaten him, by the way. He's 6-0 across his wow. entire career. Yeah, so that's uh, why, no, 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 you're no, not apologizing no, for no, a win against Tom Brady. That's why you're on the show, Dave Hellman, because I had no idea He's about that. And the that's why you don't like Tom Brady. Oh, throw this. Stop oh that's it. Stop it. Okay, now I know why you don't like Tom stop Brady. It. I would hate him, too. Great road, Dave. Okay, they win. But the offense doesn't play well. You still worried? Is Cowboys still worried? No, because I, I said that at the board. Like, I think you have to change your idea of who the Cowboys are. Like, th if they're going to have the season that they want to have, it's going to be the defense doing stuff like that. And, I mean, y'all are totally right. Dak does need to elevate his team. The offensive line is a mess. Yeah. The receiver core behind C.D. Yes. Lamb is nothing to get excited about, at least until Michael Gallup comes back. The offense is probably going to take some lumps, at least for the first month of the season. So it's going to be a little bit, at least, on the defense to do that. So if that happens, I say, hell yeah, Dan Quinn, that game plan worked to perfection, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is just one of the huge games coming up this weekend. So many more big games that you need to know about. And coming up next, we're going to dive into them, break them down. Remember, Aaron Rodgers, his first game in years without Devontae Adams. Trey Lance is literally playing for his rookie and second year livelihood. Is he going to silence noise? We're going through every single game talking about it. You do not want to miss it. Your team is being discussed when we return. A speech. Night was really just an appetizer because the main course of NFL football, it starts in less than two days. And we got the rest of the opening games. So I'm going to run my 100-second sprint. We're going to throw 100 seconds on the clock, and I'm going through every single NFL matchup, baby. Y'all lock in. Let's get things rolling. Start it off. Saints, Falcons, big-time matchup. Jameis Winston, you the guy. Let's see what you can do. I got the Saints winning that one. How about the revenge game? Panthers and the Browns. It's going to be spicy, and I like Baker Mayfield to win that spicy one. Panthers win that one. Trey Lance, Justin Fields, 49ers, Chicago Bears. Battle of the second-year quarterback. Trey wins the early battle, 49ers. Steelers, Bengals. It's too easy, baby. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow. Cincinnati Bengals taking that one. Easy money. My Philadelphia Eagles, the Detroit Lions. I'm always go, birds. Fly, Eagles, fly. Jalen Hurts, he gonna get it done. Eagles, Colts, and you got the Texans. Matt Ryan, he in there now. Colts, easy money. Tua Tungabailoa and the Patriots. Dolphins, y'all, they're going to a playoff and they're winning a playoff game. They starting it hot. Joe Flacco returns to the Jets. Ah, but I like the Ravens in that one. Lamar Jackson will get it done. Commanders, Jags. <sighs> Spicy. I'm going with the Commanders on that one. Titans versus the Giants. Too easy. Daniel Jones, I don't believe. Titans. Then you got a really good matchup. Cardinals, Chiefs. 
Kyler Murray, you got paid. Show up. He won't. Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, maybe the biggest matchup of the weekend. Justin Herbert, show up, baby. I got the Chargers and Herbert. Packers and the Vikings. It's going to get spicy, but I like the Vikings. Ooh, Cowboys, Bucks. Too easy. Tom Brady, he ain't losing this one. He's never lost. Dave just told us. And lastly, Broncos, Seahawks. How about the Broncos and Russell Wilson? Broncos, get it done. Woo! Oh, okay, close. that's pretty well good. Done. Now that I'm officially good, out of breath. Yeah, well done. Yeah, I do. Thanks for watching. I saw the push-ups you do before the show. You're right. You're right. That could be it. Anyway, those were some of the biggest matchups, but let's hone in on the five biggest matchups. I like to think of them as the Fab Five. Starting it off, the Packers and the Vikings. The Packers are going to miss, in my mind, Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers will. But Dave, let me go to Joy, actually. Joy, how badly... Or is Aaron Rodgers going to miss Devontae Adams? I think he's going to miss Devontae a lot. He was ranked second in the NFL in both targets and receptions last season. Only Cooper Cup had more. Now, if Matthew Stafford lost Cooper Cup, would we have any faith in the Los That's Angeles a good point. Rams That is a great this point. season? That is a great point. Sure wouldn't. Great So point. I don't know why the Packers are acting like this is no big deal. This is a very big deal. Devontae you, is that dude. Why are you smirking? Is it Aaron Rodgers? No, I still think they're going to win this game. Yeah. But oh, he, actually, he's see, still going to miss him in this no. game. I think in a game like this, I'm, I'm not thrilled that Alan Lazard is doubtful for this game. But the Vikings secondary, I mean, Patrick Peterson, yeah. he's, go, he's going to the Hall of Fame, but he's toward the end of his career. It's not a deep unit. I, it's Aaron Rodgers. Like, he can Aaron make it Rogers work with guys is, off the it's street. He's trying to convince us that it's it's him and Lazard this year, and he's not, he's not even... I think they lose. I agree. I agree. They're going to a, a hostile environment. And also, all can't, what has he been doing? Complaining about the wide receivers. All the young guys, are not, they're not catching the ball. They're dropping this. Bad communication. As a quarterback and the wide receivers, I mean, you need that. The last time that the, the, um, the Cardinals played Green Bay, right, they mm -hmm. lost because of communication. Kyler Murray threw a bad pass to A.J. Green. Communication mixed up. Yeah. Pick interception. That matters as a quarterback and a wide receiver. Well, you want to talk about quarterbacks, and let's hone in on maybe one of the most intriguing <clears throat> quarterback matchups this week. Trey Lance in his second year. Ooh. A lot of noise behind him because Jimmy G is behind him. Jimmy Garoppolo, one of the winningest quarterbacks by percentage in the history of the NFL. LaShawn McCoy, will Trey Lance silence all of that Jimmy G noise in his performance on Sunday. It's going to be loud this Sunday. <laughs> I think so. Even though Kittle is kind of doubtful, and he's not, oh, he's, no, he's not playing, actually. Not playing. Okay, so that's a big effect. But I think the, the, the Bears are a bad team, and I think it's trying for Trey Lance to show up. All this Jimmy G talk, he's this, he's that. Look, that's over with. I got the keys to this car. It's probably a bit Well, not yet. Not yet. It's more <laughs> like a what? We might have, we have sponsors. We have okay. sponsors. Okay. Watch yourself. <laughs> anyway, I got the keys to the car, and he's going to drive it home. So I'm going with 49ers. Very classy sponsors here at Fox, but sponsors nonetheless. Joy. Billy, it's pretty big. Talk, talk to me about this one. I do think George Kittle being out is a big deal. George is a, he's an integral part of that offense, yes, not just is. somebody that can catch the ball. So uh, I do think it's a big deal, but I think the Niners win this game. That's more on the Bears, and it kills me because I'm really rooting for Justin Fields this year. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Go Niners. <laughs> it's a hard-hitting analysis right here, but it, it's the Bears, man. Like, Trey Lance shouldn't need to do that much to win this game. They're a much better team. I don't know if he's going to have the game of his life, but the Niners will win, and you're not going to question the quarterback situation if you win. That's interesting. That's interesting. I hear you all. I think the Niners will obviously win this game, but Trey Lance, I'm not sure how much he's going to ball. Robert Quinn, he has a lot to prove. Linebacker Roquan Smith, who did not get a deal, he has a lot to prove and even more to play for. Joy, let's head to Miami 
Tua uh -oh. Tungabailoa. Dolphins, they got to play the Patriots. Tua, surprisingly, has actually not lost against the Patriots, but you he know. has to make a statement. Joy, what kind of statement does Tua make this weekend? I think he's going to make a big statement this weekend. I also think the Patriots, for whatever reason, made a big mistake bringing the team down early to Miami. On Tuesday, right? An, an advantage that Miami has is it's Miami. Who brings the team down to Miami early? I have never spent extra time that I've had in Miami on the couch. That's all I'm saying. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's already going to be uh, hot as hell down there and humid. It's not, the, it's not the heat. The humidity is what gets you down there. South Beach flu. So I, outside of all of that, I do think Tua has a great game and they make a statement. If it's not the heat that gets you shady, what is it that gets you in Miami, bro? Well, well first of all, He's 3-0 against Belichick, yeah. the great Belichick, yeah. right? So now, and you add, and you add Cheetah, like, I mean, <laughs> you add Cheetah, McDaniels, right? And you got a, the fastest team. So assembled. two are going to make a statement. They're going to make a big, big, is big it, statement. Is it going to be a blowout? No, 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 I won't disrespect. Hey, they're not the Bills, right? They're not well, the, what are you going to say? You ain't going to disrespect Belichick after spending literally all saying, week I mean, disrespecting look, Belichick? Only the Bills disrespect I mean, the Patriots. Do you think the, they the, win the by more than a touchdown? I'll go with touchdown. There. There. Dave, what kind of statement are we going to make? Yeah, I don't think it's, it's going to be much of a statement. I do think the Dolphins are going to win. This is this is a wacky rivalry, man. Like, it's only, it's like 59-54 in favor of the Pats. Like, even at the peak of the Pats dynasty, they weren't killing the Dolphins. Yeah, you know why? Because they would play the Dolphins in Miami in the winter and come down and get what? I South hear, Beach flu. I hear you. I just... Division rivalries are always weird. I think the Dolphins win. I don't think it's going to be any to sort me, of blowout. What is even more enticing than a division rivalry? A player, a personal rivalry. And that's what we're getting to now. Panthers, Browns. There's been no greater talk all offseason than Cleveland Browns for several reasons. But the first reason, if you all remember, was Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield was told he was going to be the starter. They picked up his fifth-year option, and then Cleveland was like, you know what, Baker? We're good on you. Baker is still holding on to that internally. He has a lot to prove. Dave, does Baker get, not revenge, because that's easy to ask, but does he get the revenge that he's looking for this Sunday? Yeah, he's going to play great. He's amped up. He's been looking forward to this since he got traded to Carolina and looked at the schedule like, wait, what? We opened the season with who? Like, if he's going to play a good game all year, it's gonna be it this should one. be it's this, gonna one. Be this I don't know what's in store for the Panthers. Probably not anything good. Christian McCaffrey's going to play. Like, they should win this game, and he should play well. Joy, is he going to get the revenge he's looking for? Yeah, the kind that Baker's looking for. You also know this about me. I'm a very petty individual. I explained to you a couple days ago I'm a slow kill. I like to yeah, take my oh, time. We, we remember. Meticulously. <laughs> I'm more of a, I'm more of a serial killer than I am, you know, a, an overreactor in the moment. I couldn't do it like Baker's doing it. You, you, if they asked me, Browns who? Browns who? <laughs> I don't know her. I don't know the Browns. Shady, have me out here what like kind that. of stat line do you think Baker needs to leave this game, not even talking to the media, getting the food, yeah. going straight to the car? What kind of stat line does Baker need to feel like he really put the Browns in the dirt? It's set for him. The NFL, they know what they're doing. They made that their first game against the Browns. Of course. Right? So... I'll say like this. how much? Three I, touchdowns? I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm a, nah, I'm going to go two. Right? Okay. It is Baker still. Right. So I'm going to go two touchdowns. And I'm going I'm to go, I'm go two touchdowns, 19 for 24, 235 yards. That's an, an, and maybe 100 for Christian McCaffrey. That's yeah. not even a great that's game. I mean, that's for him. That's good for him. That's solid. That's solid. That's that's not even a great game. Nah, man. No, and no picks. I like that. I like that. Okay. From an incredibly potent rivalry in week one to a potent rivalry for years to come. AFC West, 
Raiders, Chargers. The Raiders added uh, Chandler Jones. The Chargers added Khalil Mack. The Chargers added J.C. Jackson, though he won't play week one. This is an incredible matchup. I cannot wait. Joy, who's going to make the bigger statement, Raiders or Chargers? Look, I hate to be the on this, but <laughs> I can't put my name on this game. It's week one. It's Raiders, Chargers. You got Devontae Adams, Derek Carr, all the pieces that the Chargers it's added. It's all this pressure on. It's, it's the AFC West. I just got to watch and see. I, I could give you a prediction, but I would give it to you with yeah. absolutely no conviction. I'm not I, I'm not mad at that at all. Remember, y'all, this was a must-win game last year to decide who goes into the playoffs. If I remember, it did go into overtime or it almost went, it went overtime, Dave? It, I mean, it was a wild game. Like, yeah. Herbert let them back. They fell just short in overtime. Like a crazy game. Shady, week one. What you think going to go down? Do I have to pick a team? Yeah. I, I have didn't, to. but you have a coin to. You don't have to. Just tell me something. <laughs> it's a coin flip. No, it's been a good game. I mean, two good quarterbacks, but if I had to pick one team, I'm going with the better quarterback, and that's Herbert. Okay. Dave, I'm going to ask you this. Sorry this is off the cuff, but you watch a lot of ball. What's the storyline going to be coming out of that game? Like, tell me that. What's the – so many stories. Devontae Adams, Derek Carr, Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, Justin Herbert. What's the storyline coming out of – Josh McDaniels, new head coach for the Raiders, Josh McDaniels. What's the storyline coming out of that game? Well, I mean, it always is when this guy, Derek Carr, has a great game. The storyline's always like, are we talking enough about Derek Carr? Like, that's what we do every time yeah. he has a big game. So that'll be the one over there. And that's why – look, it's nothing against the Raiders. I, I'll say it. Like, they're afraid. I'll say it. I – I'm looking for the Chargers to make a statement because they're the it team of the offseason. They had eight guys on the NFL top 100. And I believe, Shady, I know you believe in Justin Herbert. I believe in Justin Herbert. I feel like if he's who I think he is, he should go out and ball and win. See, I like him sometimes. <laughs> Emphasis on the word sometimes. Well, coming up, we got to transition from those great quarterbacks, Herbert and Derek Carr, to another great quarterback, Lamar Jackson. If you have not heard, Lamar Jackson somehow, some way, did not get a long-term deal done. I'm going to tell you how he needs to act in order to get a deal done because he deserves big-time money. That's next. Speak. Don't go anywhere, baby. from college to the NFL. Got to talk about the big news in Baltimore. And now I'm sweating. Shady, that was disrespectful. Wasn't what else it? was disrespectful? The Baltimore Ravens not agreeing to a deal with Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's a unanimous MVP, and the Ravens are making him play under his fifth-year option instead of paying him the $200-plus million guaranteed that he deserves. I'm so hot on this. Why, Joy? Because three days ago, I told Lamar Jackson what he needed to do. <laughs> Lamar Jackson, take it from me. Good guys finish last. On the field and off the field. You doing all right. <laughs> not, not to mess up your mind, I was love, trying but... to be hyperbolic, Joy. I was trying to, like, you know, a little hyperbole. Can you let me lie to the yeah, camera? Sorry. <laughs> Where's my one shot? See, no, I don't want to take her off camera. Can I just talk to this one? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Good guys finish last, Lamar. You got to stop playing nice. You got to stop playing nice. It got you nowhere. The highest paid quarterback in football right now by money per year. He threatened retirement. That's Aaron Rodgers. The highest paid receiver in football right now. He demanded or at least heavily requested a trade. The highest paid safety in football right now. He held out. Well, literally, he held in. He stayed at practice, but he didn't practice. The highest paid at just about every position in the NFL has had to kick up dust. Lamar, please, for your sake, for your family's sake, for the sake of your future generations financially, kick up dust. 
The fans are loving. The fans will forgive you. Your teammates are your brothers. Your teammates will forgive you. It is time to kick up dust, Lamar Jackson, and get the money that you deserve. They're not going to give it to you. You got to go take what's yours, and it is definitely yours. Joy, now that you've outed me. <laughs> Now that Thank you, you for that. Sorry. Now that you've outed me, um, can we talk about what all this means for Lamar Jackson? He hasn't gotten the deal he deserves. He has to play under the fifth-year option. What's this mean? Okay, but when you say you want him to be the bad guy now, how? What's he supposed to do now? The, the clock is up. We've reached the end of the road for negotiations in the offseason. If there was a time when you were going to be the bad guy, to Shady's point, that was in the preseason because those games don't matter and you're not hurting anybody's numbers and those games don't count. Now it's the real deal. This is the regular season. Let's say he does sit out for the regular season, right, which would be unprecedented for a quarterback of his, of his stature. Let's say they lose two games, three games, and he comes back, and then they start winning. All right, but this is the AFC. Those oh. games matter. Mm -hmm. When we get to the end of the year, you, you miss the playoffs because you had this rough start because you sat out? That's, that's not how that works. Fans care about this. It's different <clears throat> when you're talking about teammates and fans and organization and brands when it's the preseason. Once things start to count, I'm sorry, you can, you can play this game with your money when the stuff doesn't count because now your, your choice is affecting my money and my numbers and my winning and my legacy as your teammate. So the time for being the tough guy is over. That's for next season. Shady, I got to talk to you. I got a question for you. Um, how much money has a fan ever gave you? They might buy me some food at a restaurant. Food at a restaurant. Have they ever put cash in your pocket? Nope. No, never put cash in your pocket. Well, um, that's, well that's not true. Because I've had like royalties from sure. Jersey sales. So I, I don't know. Um, fans matter. Fans matter. I, I, hear, I, hear what, I hear what you're saying, Joy. I just disagree with it. Shady, I can't wait for your insight on this, man. Because I hear what Joy is saying, but if I'm Lamar Jackson, my window in the NFL, what, 10, 15, 20 years if I'm Tom Brady? But realistically, you know, 10, 15. My window to make money is small. I got three contracts in me more than likely. So I hear that the fans might be disgruntled, but as Lamar Jackson, <clears throat> I have to do whatever I have to do to get my money. Where do you stand? What's this mean for Lamar Jackson right now, man? He ain't been paid yet. Well, he talked about it. Listen, if you don't give me a deal done by Friday, it's over. I don't want to hear no more contract talk. So what that means is he's betting on himself, what he talked about. They don't believe in me. They don't believe that I'm worth the money I want. Fine. I'll play this year out, right? Because he's always bet on himself. Let's think about it. Take him back. He was the last quarterback drafted Right, in the, the first, first round? round. Yes, sir. Right, 32. Yep. And, and the draft, and we talked about it. They'll see. So I think it's time for us to see who Lamar Jackson really is. We know he's a beast. We know he's an MVP. But now it's time to show him I'm worth 200 some million dollars guaranteed. It's the same way to Sean Watson. What's interesting, though, is, like, if somebody's not looking, Joy, Dave, it doesn't matter what you show them. They can't see it if they're not looking. If a unanimous MVP didn't show him what he was worth, I don't know what else will show him. Dave, what's this mean for Lamar, man? I just think Lamar Jackson needs to be patient. Like, I, I fundamentally disagree. More, more patient. Okay, that sounds weird. I don't mean patient in the sense of, like, be happy with the situation. He's going to win in the big picture. I've been saying this the entire time. Quarterbacks get paid. Yeah. Dak Prescott, he was a good soldier. He did his thing all the way, got hurt, still got the deal he That's wanted. Right. It can be done. You don't have to kick up a fuss. Aaron Rodgers kicked up a fuss because the Packers were trying to move on from him. Kyler Murray kicked up a fuss because his resume is not as good as Lamar Jackson's is. Lamar Jackson plays this season and plays it well. He might get tagged. 
you don't have to sign it, and the negotiation begins all over again. Yep. He's going to be worth more money this offseason. 98% chance that that's true. He will be yeah. worth more money in six months. He can negotiate. He can decline to sign the franchise tag. He yeah. can try to negotiate a trade. If he's patient, he'll get his payday when this season's over. A fascinating storyline. I understand what you're saying. To some degree, don't be happy with where you're at, but Lamar Jackson, understand you're going to get yours, whether yesterday, today, or tomorrow. Slow kill. Your right. money is coming. Hopefully, you don't have to kill anybody. Don't listen <laughs> not, to this one. Literal. Don't listen to literal. this one. Coming up, it's time to play a little fact or fiction. Last night's game was crazy, so we got to talk about things. Are anybody slowing down the Buffalo Bills? Do Bills Mafia have the best fan base in football? What about the Rams? Fact or fiction? When we return, I don't think anybody stopped. We're going to get to it. They didn't want to talk. You see that? Who was it? They didn't want to talk. Welcome back, family. Let's get to something I like to call fact or fiction. We're going to bring up a topic, and everybody has a chance to weigh in. Say whether it's fact or not. Getting started with the Rams. They had a terribly <laughs> rough season opener. We saw the blow-off, blowout loss to the Bills last night. Dave, you up first. Are the Rams in trouble? Fact or fiction? Fiction. Absolutely. It's week one, man. They just... We... Super Bowl pick, Super Bowl pick, Super Bowl pick. Like they, okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. You lost to the predicted Super Bowl champs. Joy, Rams in trouble. Uh, they, they are in trouble. How you lose matters. I, I don't, I'm not going to panic and I'll freak out, but <laughs> it is a fact. They are in trouble. They they got to figure out what's going on with that offensive line. They got to try and get Allen Robinson involved. They have some, some issues they need to sort out. Shady, fact or fiction? Rams are in trouble. I'm, I'm going to say fiction. I think they'll watch the tape. They'll see the things that they have to do better, things that didn't do good that night or last night. Um, run the ball a little better. Get, like you said, uh, get Robinson involved more. So I'll say fiction. I hear y'all on that. Okay, training gears, talking about the Bills, opposite side of things. They mm. dominated y'all. Remember, seven sacks on defense and still had four turnovers, one by 21. Woo! Is anybody slowing down the Bills in the AFC day? Fact or fiction? Fiction. Like, again, I said they looked better than I thought they would. I'm sorry, Bills. All of that is still true. <laughs> we spent all offseason saying the AFC was loaded. I'm not giving up on that idea after one game. Fiction. Nobody's slowing them down. Fact Nobody's slowing them down. That's a fact. Uh, they looked good last night. But what was most impressive <laughs> to me was their defense. That was what I was did good. not expect to see. It was and nice. that's why I say fact. Nobody's slowing them down. Fact fiction. Big, 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 big facts. <laughs> <laughs> when I look at that team, first of all, the second best player on defense didn't play. Right? So Davis White, he didn't even play. Yeah. Lockdown defender. Go Tigers. Right? Then you got Von Miller against the quarterback on offense, Josh Allen. You already know the rest. So, back. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. All right, let's move to what I noticed is the most glaring error. The Rams didn't have a number two wide receiver. If not for Cooper Cup, there was nothing, which had me thinking, OBJ, he was at the game hoisting the Lombardi trophy, which they won last year, but he's not currently on the team. The Rams need to bring back yeah, Tiger, Odell Beckham, fact or fiction? It's definitely a fact. Joy's going to make the point for him. Like, he's not healthy right now, but point Did you see him last night after the game? Like, he's, he's, he's flirting with the Buffalo Bills. They got to bring him back just to keep him from going there. Uh, no, I'm going fiction. He's not available until probably Thanksgiving. What, it's not about them not bringing him back. He can't help them right now anyway. No, do I think that they will re-sign him later on? Hopefully the Bills don't stay on the way. Sure, when he's healthy, but he can't help them right now. They do have a number two receiver. His name is Allen Robinson. He's great. Get him involved. Mm, they need Odell Beckham, fact or fiction? I'm a little fiction. Uh, they need somebody. I, I don't know. It, but this is the thing, though. Like, we watch that game. They need more than just another receiver. Like, they, need, they have a lot of holes they need to, they need to revisit and, and, and fill. So, 
fiction. I don't fiction. Know but they do, do need somebody. I need somebody. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Okay, finally, Bills Mafia was crazy last night. They was crazy. I did not they know if I crazy. was in a Bills game or at a Rams game. I was that confused. Is Bills Mafia the best fan base though in the NFL day? Fact or fiction? They are. Big fact, uh, I don't know if taking over SoFi is that impressive. Like, I mean, it's L.A. But, yeah, the Bills are one of, like, four or five college-type fan bases in the NFL. When you're throwing people through tables before games, That's yeah, a good best point. fan base in the NFL. ain't nothing else to do in Buffalo. No, listen, no disrespect <laughs> to Bills Mafia. Incredible fan base. They stood out in whether I wouldn't open my door for. They are a great fan base. I can't go with the best or biggest fan base. And I can't believe he's going to leave out Dallas. Pittsburgh has a has a Steelers bar in every city in the world. You got you got Green Bay. You got the Raiders. You want to talk about the Rams? The Bills Mafia, the, though. The, the Raiders Mafia. footprint. Raiders. Raiders okay. Nation. We didn't say biggest. We said you, the best. best. The best. The best. No, I can't go out though. I can't just be throwing that Anybody out. Anybody with Mafia in their name <laughs> Thank is a little you. intimidating. Did you Thank call you. yourself the Mafia? <laughs> fair, fair. I, best fan base, fact or fiction? I'm gonna go with facts. Listen, when I first got there, they had like the tailgating. Usually starts on Sunday. They started on Thursday. Yeah, there ain't nothing else to do. Thursday, but that makes you a big fan. Yeah, I mean, and they love their players. So I gotta go. No, facts. they are. They are. You know what was really impressive? When they were standing out in the cold to welcome them back at the. Uh, their fan was, was crazy. At the, um, yeah. Airport. That was crazy to me. I ain't doing that. Here's a quick note. Josh Allen averages 55 more yards per game on the road than he does at home. That speaks to the fan base helping him even when he ain't in Buffalo. Big time, Bill's Mafia. Coming up, yo, y'all know how we end the show with family, baby. So it's time to take care of some family business. Don't go anywhere. Let's speak. Did you jump to the table up there, Shady? No. no. <laughs> What's up, family? Well, first off, thank y'all for joining us on our first week of the show. It was a vibe. First NFL Sunday, gonna be a vibe. Joy, can you educate the newcomers? How should they watch the Sunday OG. game? Because Monday is gonna be crazy. I mean, you gotta you gotta have a little red zone set up. You're gonna have to have multiple screens. I got the computer up. And Shady probably doesn't know this. I you don't either. Uh-uh. The games start early here, Ten. so it's breakfast time. So if you go out on Saturday, just remember yeah. you have to wake up by. You gotta be 10. up. You gotta be up. I'll wake up on your couch, right? <laughs> All good. So, we went out last real night. Real team, baby, real team. We went out to the game yeah, last night, and it didn't, end, it didn't end well for us. Okay, if y'all haven't seen, we saw a street fight. I was protecting them. Everybody back. LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy, that's it for us. Have a great weekend, man.